2: Chrissy, how are you, buddy?
1: Uh, two quick questions to start here. Uh, first, um, uh, how are you feeling? And then second, what, what's your status for Thursday's game?
2: Um, you know, I'm feeling great, obviously, being in COVID protocol. And uh, I'm just – it sucked being away, but I'm glad to be back. I'm back.
1: Yeah. Um, can I take you back a bit uh, to, like, last week, particularly uh, Thursday? And um, how did that day play out for you and the team? You know what?
2: Uh, you know, be- being in protocol, you know, I've just been – I've talked to Will a lot, uh, even at the beginning of, the, of, you know, Pac-12, just talking about, you know, how the world is going right now and, you know, just trying to prepare him and making sure that he's ready. For that opportunity and I was really, really proud of him and he did an incredible job. And uh, you know, like I said, it was it sucked being in protocol, <laughs> but it's great to be back out of it and uh, uh, watching the team uh, respond was uh, and play well it was a
1: lot of fun. Um, just if you could throw a comment on just what type of flexibility does it take for a team to lose a head coach and to keep it moving?
2: You know, there's always challenges, Percy. I think the thing about it is, you know, uh, Will and I have been together since the beginning. He knows the system, um, has a great relationship with the players, and it's it's that's it's just it's the system. And you know, I think if he could tell you, you know, what time I go home at night to what time I go to bed, he knows everything about me, and I know everything about him, and that's why it's a great relationship. And uh, uh, he knows the standards and the expectations, and I thought he did a fabulous job, but it's, it's always hard. It's, it's just like when we lost a player or whatnot, but um, we're lucky we have a, a veteran team uh,
1: with guys that are, 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 are mature. And just a, two more from me here, and then I will let others sort of jump on here. Um, just your assessment of the Oregon State and the Oregon games.
2: I thought, uh, you know, we we did what we were supposed to do uh, on the road in this league. You want to win every game, but the the biggest goal is to to try to split. And I felt like we uh, obviously uh, came in and and, and uh, there was a lot of great moments against that Oregon State. It's been hard to win there, and to be able to get a win there, we were. It was just it was awesome. And then we went down and had to play Oregon, and sometimes you you play a team that that gets really hot and plays really aggressive and there's really not a lot that you can do. And, and that's kind of what happened. Um, you know, this year is going to be real interesting with a lot of games because games will be canceled. People will have more rest. People will have more time to prepare. There's all these different factors that the average fan won't see. Um, but they, Oregon came out and, you know, hit us and, you know, you know, we, we didn't respond to well, but, That happens in games. We've had four or five of those games here since in the last five years. We just have to bounce back from it and get ready to come out here and and play a good game against Colorado.
1: You know, and then to like that right there, just those factors that most people won't see. For like Colorado, they're playing their fourth game in like seven days. And so just how big will, and you've talked about this in, in the past, but how crucial is that first half, those first couple of minutes really kind of jumping on them? I'm just wondering, what Colorado's energy levels will be like?
2: Well, Coach Boyle's got them playing at a high level, beating Oregon like they did last night after being down, uh, even though they have a young team, showed a lot of maturity, a lot of togetherness, and then they really defend. And, uh, you know, when we played them down there, we were playing our third game in seven days. They're playing their fourth. Um, you know, you never know how teams are gonna are going to come out. I know one thing that, that we have to do is we have to come out with some fire um, and uh, we've done that for the most part this season. Um, but I'm just excited to get the opportunity to play and have everybody back and we're excited. All right,
0: Hop. Thank you. Thank you. All right, Dan, go ahead.
2: Mike, Mike when you're in protocols, are, are you restricted to like a hotel room or, or did you go home back to Seattle or walk around the river? What, what did you do when you're – you know, cast away like that. You just got to stay away from, from everybody and wear your mask. Um, That's what you do. And so it's, uh, um, it's, it's not the the most fun thing, um, but I got to do it. Got to keep everybody safe. Did you stay in Oregon the whole time? Uh, I did not. Um, I did not. And and I just curious, uh, because I haven't had to deal with this, personally, but did you drive, drive back up? Did you have to rent a car? I mean, how'd you get around when you're in protocol? I'll just tell you, I got back. Okay. And, uh, uh, just, you know, yeah, I got back. Well, glad to see you're healthy. Thank you.
0: Kim, go ahead. Welcome back coach. Thank you, Kim. Hey, um, if we'd had a live stream and a webcam in where you were watching the games on Thursday and Sunday, what would we have seen? And how would Thursday have been different from Sunday? You know, just like anything, it's, 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 I, I think the
2: per- perspective when you watch a game on television, um, you obviously want to be there with your, your group, right? Your team and, supporting everybody. Um, uh, you, you know, you got to see, uh, maybe what the, the pregame broadcasters, uh, you know, they, they reveal what their conversations were before the game. So you hear that and that was a lot of fun. Um, it was fun seeing and being able to watch the other teams huddle to see their body language and those things, uh, which give you a better feel of how the game is going to be, you know, progressing. um, and that game, just a lot of pride. Uh, uh, nothing was broken. Um, um, just a lot of a lot of pride seeing uh, Will Conroy do an amazing job. His poise and the way that he coached those guys is just really proud. I, the, the sad thing was I wasn't there to be able to celebrate uh, the game with them uh, after such an amazing job. And then, you know, you played a team that had just been sitting there waiting for us um, for the whole week. And uh, sometimes that happens, uh, that game. And, you know, you know, when you have a great staff and you've got mature guys that I, I, I was still nervous. I just wasn't as nervous as I normally been because, you know, that they're going to be, um, you know, stick to, to the plan and, and be together. And I think that's the thing, which uh, which was
0: was a lot of fun. You've been in the same position Will was put in last week. Um, what do you think he learned? Uh, you know, running the show for a couple of days, and you know, I always say you learn more from the mistakes and your losses than you do on anything you do right or a win. What do you think he learned? That maybe he has a little bit more appreciation for now for the things that you do. I think the with? hardest
2: things, um, you know, it's it's always the um, you know uh, substitution patterns, uh, guys being frustrated, maybe coming in or coming out. Uh, you know but you know we have a we have a, a built-in system and and uh you know we have you know things that we do and what we stand for and nobody knows it better than Will. um but you i think the the stress uh uh it's like giving a speech you know the game is you know the 2 hours 3 hours 4 hours you know you, you can't it's hard to sleep you know those types of things and how to have that balance um and and then when you once get out on the on the floor You know, it's uh, it feels like you're playing, and and you can tell just watching him that he was just felt really comfortable and natural with it. Um, And uh, you know, we haven't sat down and talked about like the experience. Uh, We laughed at a few things uh, that he was dealing with. I'll keep it at that. But um, I thought his presence, the way that he had the team prepared, um, the way he utilized substitution patterns, and the one thing I told them and, and going through my experience was you also have to go with your gut. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not there. I don't want you, you, you know, the system, but you're going to know how a guy looks or if he's confident or not confident, make those substitutions. You know, those are the things that, you know, all your planning is great until something happens in the game. And then you're going to have to make adjustments. And um, those are all things that, uh, you know, we all constantly are learning all the time.
0: Just one more real quick, the um, with the great win coming at Oregon State and then that first half of the Oregon game wasn't good. You know, looked like a lack of energy, lack of confidence came back in the second half. What do you attribute that first half to?
2: You know, sometimes, you know, I I believe so much in energy and, um, you know, energy is such a big thing. Uh, You know, it's like just in, in your work. Uh, when you have great energy, you, you write your best, you report your best. When you're not, you know, there's kind of a, a letdown. And uh, Sometimes when you play and you're playing four games in seven days or three games or two games and another team has a week, you know, those are, those are different things that happens. Um, but that energy, you could just tell there was a little bit different of a pop. And, uh, you know, that's what I saw.
0: Thanks, Coach. Looking forward to seeing you on Thursday. Chris, go ahead. Hey, Coach.
2: Glad you're feeling well. Um, I'm curious uh, what you take from the last matchup with the Buffs. Um, I think they got you on the boards uh, by 20. Um, I know it was only three weeks ago, but what what do you take from that, if anything? I thought that they they out-physicaled us. Uh, You saw the rebounding numbers. But they didn't necessarily hurt us on second-chance points. I think a big thing was, you know, offensively they're so good defensively that it's hard to just, you know, you got to move, you got to have better ball movement, and we got to make better reads, uh, ball movement and player movement. If we can do that, then it will will help our chances to get better shots. Um, But they're 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 playing at a high level. They've got you know Jabari Walker's playing as. Good as any player in our league right now. Evan Baddies is a is a load down in the post. Uh, De Silva uh, is playing like his brother. You know, young player, but shooting the ball exceptionally well. And and their guards uh, are, I think, really really good defensive players. So um, I think the biggest thing is we're gonna have to be patient, more patient offensively, and uh, we got to tighten up our defense.
1: And are you still? I know TB, TB is the guy who's putting up all the points, but right? Are you still searching for a secondary score?
2: Another guy you can go to, or is that, I mean, you've had some guys show flashes, but are you still looking for a guy that can kind of ride shotgun? Well, you know what? Uh, you know, I think in, in the, in the, in the PAC 12 games, Emmett Matthews has been as good as anybody, you know, shooting 47% from the field, 44, I think it's from three, 88% from the, the foul line. I think he's a guy, um, that has produced, you know, Jamal Bay shown signs and we still know that there's, you know, he can do more. Um, I think the biggest thing is, is kind of we just need to be more consistent. Uh, the good thing is we have a lot of good players, so it might be a different guy every night. Um, but, you know, Cole Badger all of a sudden got hot. He had been shooting well. Um, we just need that consistent effort um, because the three-point shot, when we're making it, we're a different team. Um and uh you know when you have good as much as we need TB to score, if you have good offensive balance across the board where four or five guys are contributing uh, close to double figures or double figures, uh, you just have a better
0: chance to win.
1: Thanks, judge. You're welcome.
0: All right, Tim, go ahead.
1: Hi, Mike. Um,
0: I was just curious, do you have you ever been in a situation where a team you're involved with, you weren't at the game and able to watch it or and we're stuck watching it on on television
1: no
2: no 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 never it was a you know everybody was asking me what it was like it was it's it was weird um but i was i was relaxed and confident because of you know knowing our veteran players and uh, staff you know obviously wills is awesome so those things made me
0: feel a lot more comfortable and then this is a little bit off the, uh, you know, off the cuff of a question, but um, you've gone back to the suit and tie after last year when so many, you know, coaches had gone a little bit more relaxed whether there was a polo shirt or or, or whatever. Um, you know, last night Izzo's wearing, and his entire staff were wearing hoodies from from Michigan State. I'm wondering why you made that decision to go, you know, back to the the suit and tie for at for the entire coaching staff. I don't
1: know.
0: I'm a little bit more of a
2: traditionalist. You know, I think it's, uh, you know, you're representing a lot. Not that if you're wearing a suit compared to that, um, uh, I don't know. I just felt like, um, I just felt like what you represent, uh, in, in a professional manner, uh, you should dress like it. And, uh, that was the decision. Thanks Mike.
1: You're welcome.
0: Percy back to
1: you. Awesome. Hey, Mike, I know that you lived through the uh, Matthias Thiebaud experience, but um, have you ever seen a guy get five blocks in six minutes? No. <laughs> yeah. Uh, does does like, that mean that are you – I mean, I don't know if you can ex- ex- expect that out of Riley more, but does that maybe you know, sort of signal that maybe he should get more playing time?
2: Yeah, I mean, you know, Riley's a, has been a heck of a player. He played his best game against Arizona, and then, you know, he had to go in protocols, and so, you know, he was he was rolling and you know getting back in shape. But he has those moments. He had a big moments for us last year in games. He's a heck of a player. Um, you know, he's uh, you know, he's good. He's got great hands. Uh, he knows the system, and uh, when he has that energy um you know he can be a difference maker for us and uh you know he's uh you know can be really beneficial in a few of these games and you know ready to get out there and he gets his opportunities five blocks will keep you on the court pretty quick okay yeah well especially sorry, you Mike. Six minutes. <laughs> yeah thank you you're welcome
0: percy kim go ahead you guys out rebounded oregon and uh offensive uh boards were really really good what was the difference there
2: you know just going
0: um you know when when you play against
2: teams that have shot blockers a lot of times shot blockers leave their man to go try to help and so that you have a lot of dump offs and you have a lot of opportunities to get offensive rebounds Uh, and so you know then you play certain teams where they don't you know they're really good individually and they don't need a lot of help and uh when that happens you know just for instance say Colorado Colorado doesn't have shot blockers they're really good man-to-man defense they can keep you in front they don't you know if you can do that you don't need help and then if a shot goes up then it's easy to rebound for them and that's why they're one of the best defensive rebounding teams not only in the league but in the country and so um I think with uh, Nefali and um, uh, Frank uh, Kepnon like when they go and they're rotating over, there's great opportunities to really rush the basket and get chance
0: opportunities. Bill Walton, did you turn the leave the volume up or did you turn it down? Boy, that was uh, that was
2: interesting, um, but he was entertaining. He was. I had it up. Uh, I wanted to hear everything. I wanted to hear the conversations with the coaches. I wanted to hear all those things, uh, things that you, you no- don't normally see until after the game where you, you, you know, get it plugged into your computer. Uh, but for the most part, I, I don't listen when I, I watch uh, tape, but I did w- listen when I watched the game. <laughs>